0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Have I told you about Anchor yet? If I haven't, it's where this podcast that you're about to listen to was recorded. Now, Anchor's really the easiest way to make a podcast because they have recording and editing tools right on the app for you. They help you out with distributing uh, your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, just about any platform you can think about. And guess what? They even help you out with making a little bit of money on the side with your podcast. And if you're really interested in it, Go check out the Anchor.fm site, or you can even download the app right off of your App Store or Google Play Store. Go check them out. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the West Coast Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Frias Guzman, and just want to welcome you guys on to today. I'm actually recording this on Friday, and I'll actually be releasing this on Friday, it is March, what, 24th or 25th? Uh, 25th, sorry guys, I'm forgetting what day of the week it is. But anyways, I just wanted to uh, just uh, p- uh, record this podcast here for you guys. Wanted to go and to give you guys something to listen to on a Friday or maybe for your weekend. Uh, maybe you guys got a, a, a road trip or something like that going out, going out of town or something like that and gives you a good uh, listen. So, um, just wanted to go ahead and just uh, record this here for you guys. Wanted to just... Um, you know, give you guys a quick update on a couple things when it comes down to um, all the teams, uh, actually. I'm actually going to do just a quick little thing when it comes down to the Dodgers. It's really just a bit of a side note. Also, just um, also like an update on my life, if you would, you know, not to... Not to go ahead and say that anybody's stalking me or anything out there. No, I'm just kidding. No, but uh, but really though, um, wanted to just you know, I thought it would be a good way to interact um, with any of you guys who are uh, friends, family. Most of you guys probably know some of the stuff that I'm probably doing in my life. Who knows? But also, if you guys are just casual listeners and you guys are curious, you know, like to go and maybe interact with you guys somehow. So guys, uh, on the on that note, I'm actually gonna bring up the Dodgers here really quick. Uh, the Dodgers have their. Uh, spring training well underway uh, with the regular season um, starting here pretty soon. Opening day is right around the corner. Um, I believe the whole thing when it came down to the whole lockout season and the whole negotiation part of it, they took some time to really understand. I mean, I don't know whether if it was an exact um, cause and effect kind of deal, like the whole negotiation part since that since that all took so long that that was the reason why the the spring training period was so short because usually they have a whole like time period where they're working out they're making sure to like you know get ready instead of going right into playing games like they only had like two three days of like maybe like training which a lot of people have been reporting that they were training maybe during that time of the lockout either way to stay in shape because they knew at some point the season was gonna come back like um I think there's only been maybe one time, and that was the NBA that the that a lockout ever actually turned into them shortening a season. Well, it, may, it happened a couple times, but the NBA was one of the big ones that they actually shortened the season, like big time because of a lockout, not necessarily because of like COVID. Like there was a couple of shortened seasons, like with the um, MLB and or with the with ba- with baseball. There was a big time shortened season, and that was 2022 or 2020. Sorry, uh, but. On that note, though, guys, the lockout ended up ending. Um, opening days right around the corner. Uh, spring training is well underway. Um, so far, all good reports when it comes down to it. Everybody's staying healthy, which is the main thing that I am I always kind of worry about when it comes down to just sports in general. Teams tend to get hurt, and injuries really cause a whole bunch of other issues when it comes down to it. Because in, over the off season or before the season actually gets started, I feel like every team, every general manager... Every management team, coach, you name it, fans even, have a certain idea of how this team is supposed to look. And when that doesn't really happen or something like that, or when something kind of messes that up, you I feel like a lot of times people tend to go into panic mode and they just, you know, try to figure out a quick way to go in and resolve it. And whether if that means bringing somebody off of the bench or whether if that means, you know... Um, you know, bringing in somebody off the streets that wasn't working or making some sort of a trade or who knows, rather than just trying to see with. I mean, yeah, maybe it's getting somebody off of the bench is maybe what you got, but who knows? Maybe sometimes I've heard of a lot of situations where maybe you have something going on in the back end. Maybe you have a player who's in development who might be able to go in and step into that role all kinds of different scenarios but of course there's there's scenarios where you really don't have any other options of maybe getting a, a certain replacement player or something like that but um when it does happen when when injuries do happen it definitely causes a lot of a lot of issues so um when it comes down to the Dodgers it's that's my main thing that I've just been worrying about especially with the shorten with the shortened off season and everything hopefully everybody's been able to stay in shape but from the looks of it, Everybody's been um, working out really well. Everybody's looking good um, when it comes down to Dodgers. It's uh, now just a thing of just Dave Roberts kind of getting everything situated. It sounds like we already have our opening day starter already announced, which is going to be Walker Bueller. He's kind of been our ace um, moving forward, especially now with Max Scherzer um, going back. I th- what do you go? Oh, yeah, he went to the Mets. Uh, so with Max Scherzer going over to the Mets, you know, it's uh, definitely a way for. Uh, Walker Bueller to step right into that ace role. Which he kinda has already been our ace even when he pretty much ever since he kinda started really in, in with the Dodgers. He's uh been he's been a really dominant pitcher ever since he kinda took ever since he stepped foot on that mound for the Dodgers. So it's definitely gonna be um interesting now that we he, he's kind of been already given that role. You know what I mean? So uh we'll see. Now the side note that I wanted to mention here guys, I do have two things to mention. Uh, some of my family you guys probably already know i actually recently got my a tattoo redone uh this tattoo is a dodgers tattoo i know maybe some of you guys are like oh my god this guy is he fucking is he crazy you know sorry i was about to cuss really bad there but this guy is he really crazy or something like he got a dodgers tattoo yes i did i got a dodgers tattoo i'll be posting maybe a picture later on on on, on uh, instagram i'm actually gonna be making a facebook as well i've heard of that. It also is another way for me to go and to connect with more people. I mean, of course, more social media, more people that you can connect with, right? But uh, on that note, though, I will be posting pictures of the of the tattoo later on. Um, I'm actually gonna get it uh, touched up a little bit, uh, but uh, it's still actually healing and everything, so I just want to make sure to go ahead and maybe post a picture afterwards. I'll maybe even post pictures of like when it was when I first got it done to when it was done right after the first session then after the touch up so that way you guys get all three pictures or something but uh so i did recently get that tattoo redone it is a very very special tattoo to me uh simply because it has it's a dodgers tattoo with the baseball right next to it and those of you guys who are baseball fans you know about baseball um or even just in general you mean you get autographs of your favorite players and of course you sign the baseballs right so um, my cousin, of course, if you guys have been or if you guys are friends, family, you guys know my love of the Dodgers comes from my cousin Moises. Um, he passed away a few years back and uh, my love of the Dodgers and pretty much for almost all my family. I bet my, the love of the Dodgers comes from him. You know, uh, he, you know, from all the games that I've been to with, with him and everything, you know, Um, you know definitely miss him all the time and everything and I always and I always think about him uh, especially because I'm always thinking about the Dodgers (laughs) so um, I have his name on that baseball tattooed on there so it's a really special tattoo and I definitely want to thank uh, my my friend Travis uh, for this Uh, he actually he actually redid the tattoo Um, you know definitely want to send my appreciations out to him hopefully he's listening to it but uh, anyways (laughs) uh, so just um. Also, the other side note here before I get all sentimental here with you guys or before I start crying, (laughs) but I am uh, just uh, I am actually going out on the 16th of April over to the over to Dodger Stadium to go watch them play against the Reds. Uh, Me and the wife are heading out there. Can't wait. Uh, We are super, super excited. Um, It'll be our first Dodger game of the season, of course. Uh, we actually only gone we actually only went to one Dodger game last season. Uh, they actually won, so that was a good thing and everything though. Um, I told my wife I'm like maybe she's my good luck charm because every other Dodger game before that I had they had always lost. <laughs> but uh, we'll see uh, I can't wait I can't wait to go in and see them play against the Reds. can't wait to just see them out there. We have amazing seats and we can't absolutely we absolutely can't wait to be out there. Now um just to move on forward with from the Dodgers and everything here guys. I do want to bring up the two other teams that I cover on on this podcast here. One being the Lakers, the other being the Raiders. This is unfortunately going to be maybe a bit of a long one, but hey, if you guys are on a road trip, maybe it's perfect. (laughs) So guys, just to move on forward from from the Dodgers, I'll actually be bringing up more information on them later on, of course, once the season gets started going to be attempting to go and do more podcasts on them as well. Um, you know, maybe doing like a, a series breakdown. So, you know, typically the Dodgers are in baseball. They play the, the same team three times, three or four times, depending. And or sometimes even two times, really. But anyways, they, typically it's three. So once they play those three, once they play those three games, what I can do is have a podcast based upon those three games, kind of give you guys an overview talk about who pitched talk about who bat all that good stuff unless there's some kind of like crazy game or something like that which i'm really hoping that there is a lot of then i'll try to go and record a podcast from that game only so guys uh just to move on forward i'm gonna talk about the lakers here this one's gonna be a really quick one by the way i know i said that about the dodgers one but hey you know what happens anyways (laughs) so with the with the lakers here what can i tell you guys lakers unfortunately lost against the uh 76ers. It was 126 to 121. And I was actually surprised about that, honestly. I thought they were going to get their asses whooped. Like, honestly. Like, I ain't going to lie. I'm a a Laker fan. Through and through, guys. Like, diehard. I'm a big-time Kobe fan. You know, when it comes down to it, rest in peace, Kobe. But, I gotta tell you guys, I was super surprised that the Lakers did not get beat really bad on this one for one thing of course you guys know ad's out and then lebron was out for this one and he had that knee soreness so he's taking his his day off you know making sure to go and rest it up this is off of that uh big game that they ended up winning against uh cleveland where lebron like totally dunked on his boy k love if you guys don't if you guys didn't see it man definitely go to look it up on youtube it's uh, lebron just dunks all over kevin love and that's his boy if you guys remember you know they they ended up winning a championship over in cleveland and um it's even more hilarious because uh, in the press conference, you hear LeBron talk, you're like, apolog- like, straight up just apologizing to his boy. And then you even hear, then uh, later on, Kevin Love even tweets out like, uh, no, damn, no, damn all that. I can't, I'm going to be mad at my boy for like the next 24 hours or something like that. You know, like, forget that guy. <laughs> so, I mean, like, it's kind of cool when you get to go in and see all that and see that they're actually still boys, even though, you know, even though his boy just got, even though he dunked on his boy, you know, <laughs> but <laughs> anyways. Uh, sorry that was just little side note, but anyways, here guys. Uh that game against the 76ers, I was actually really, really surprised because it was only wrestle, it was only what Russ out there, Westbrook, with um with the minimum guys, pretty much. You know, you have Malik Monk out there, you have Carmelo, you had uh, Dwight Howard, who actually played really, really well. Um, he was really just showing that if you put some put some muscle on or you put a body on uh, and nmb you can slow him down a little bit. I mean, there's really no slowing down a great player like Embiid. It's like saying like, "Hey, he played really good against them, but the dude still got 24." You know, <laughs> but you know, it's like um, it's like one of those things that like you stop him from making 34, 38, I don't know, or 38. You know, and instead he makes only 26. You know, whatever. But it's uh it definitely showed that the Lakers have. A certain something about them you know they there there's no quit in them you know when it comes down to it. like they can actually compete if they really put their minds to it and it kind of gives you a little bit of hope maybe because there has been some reports that Anthony Davis might be coming back sooner than expected or not sooner than expected but he might be coming back pretty much at the time they expected like right around the beginning of April which unfortunately that's only going to give them maybe about or like 5 games to really ramp up and I mean, so far right now, they're okay as far as the standings. I mean, they're going to have to win a game. And that all depends whether if they have home court advantage or not. So if they get the 19, that means that they're going to have to win a game against whoever has a 10, ten seed, which I believe it's looking like it's um, the Pelicans, which we actually have a game against them tomorrow. Uh, it's actually right now tied. Uh, the records are actually 31 and 42. But the pelicans have a game tonight against the spurs so maybe coming off of a back-to-back maybe the lakers can take advantage of that you know but um with that being said though guys if the uh lakers do get the ninth seed they lock in the ninth seed and the pelicans lock in the 10th seed from which it's kind of looking like and i believe we do if we do get this game i believe we got the tiebreaker as well which would uh, be beneficial in that as well now that what would have to happen in order for the Lakers to make the playoffs would be they would have to beat the Pelicans if they keep in the if they stay in the ninth seed then from there they play whoever win whoever won from or was it the one yeah whoever won from yeah from uh, from sorry from seven and eight yeah from seven and eight and then that winner goes against <laughs> the number one seed which most likely be the Suns. Now, I I got to say that would be some sweet, sweet, sweet revenge after all the stuff that's happened this season. After all the talk, after all the stuff that's happened, after all the injuries, after everything, Lakers just get healthy at the right moment, you know? LeBron is on this huge scoring streak where the man is leading the league in scoring right now. He's in that crazy? The man's in his 19th season. 39 years old and he is leading the league in scoring. Isn't that just wild? I think that's crazy. But anyways. But the main thing I just wanted to talk about when it came down to Lakers here today, though, is if A D does come back, is there a possibility that the Lakers can go far into the playoffs? Like can they beat the Suns in the first round? Can they beat I don't even know who they would be facing in the second round, but whoever is in the second round, can they make a deep playoff run? Where they're at least in the game six, seven in the second round, or maybe finding their way in the Western Conference Finals? I'll be honest with you guys, and it hurts me to kind of say it. I had a really. I was. i You probably think I'm a crazy person, but I was damn near arguing with myself. I was straight up like, hell no, they no, nah, they they got this. I was like straight up. I was. Arguing my damn self, thinking like, yeah, no, I could think about a way that they can make it in there, you know, like you know, it's LeBron and AD, that's all you really need. But I just haven't seen it. I haven't seen it enough to to be confident that the Lakers are able to make a deep playoff run. I haven't seen it enough. Now, hey, if they find themselves in the playoff, in the playing tournament, and playing games there. And they absolutely demolish the Pelicans, then cool, maybe I will start to get a little bit of hope. And if I think it's good, I think it'll be the. Would it be no? Would it be the Warriors? Warriors have like one of the top ones. Um, the Spurs? I don't even know. Sorry, guys, I got to take a look at the standings. But anyways, if they if they go all the way to the point where they're going against the Suns. And they're starting to beat the Suns like they got a lead, they like two two games to one or something like that. All right, and they actually been like impressive wins, like like without a doubt wins. All right, maybe I'll start getting some some hope because honestly, the only thing last season, I mean, yeah, you can, again, I mean, you can argue injuries all day and night when it comes down to it because yeah, the Chris Paul was hurt even though he was playing, but he was hurt. He was talking about that he had no feeling in his arm, that his arm was completely numb at times. So, I mean, the dude was out there basically with just one arm. So you can argue with injuries all day and night when it comes down to it if you're a Suns fan or, you, or if you believe the Suns damn well should have um, beat the Lakers. Now, if you're a Laker fan or if you feel the other way, that if AD would have, wouldn't have gotten hurt, then the Lakers would have for sure won, which I'm one of those people. I do think that if AD wouldn't have gotten hurt, for sure, the Lakers would have won no matter what. Even if Chris Paul would have been healthy, I feel that way. Because before Chris Paul got hurt and before Anthony Davis got hurt, we were up 2-1. And that one game that they got was eh, right? But, anyway. But it is what it is. I can't You can't live in the past or anything like that. I just think it's important to just mention it every once in a while. You know what I mean? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, uh... You know, the moving you know, moving forward when it comes down to it though guys, uh we'll see what happens. We'll see what we'll see what shakes out. I really hate living in these what if moments and stuff like that. If A D comes back, cool. We'll see what ha- we'll see what happens if it happens. That's all I can say. For right now, as far as the Lakers season, I'm I'm just really more focused on like hey, can who who's gonna be who's gonna be here next season? Who who's gonna be here next season and what the team's gonna look like next season? Hopefully, I mean, unfortunately, this is this is the the team you want to blow up that you want to, you know, completely re, like completely redo. Unfortunately, the past two years, maybe you shouldn't have, especially after the championship winning te- team. You know, that should have been maybe. The, which I mean, they didn't they didn't switch up a whole lot of it, but I mean, they did actually. They they damn near to like half the team and switched it up. But anyways. Uh the last things that I wanted to just mention here guys, um LeBron and his damn and, and all this damn scoring, he's number two in scoring now. Dude's absolutely incredible. Um I gotta admit, I mean I was I wasn't the biggest LeBron fan when when he first got into the league because it was always, you know, he came in and everyone was oh, this guy's the new face of the league. This guy's the 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 new goat, you know, the new greatest in the league and Kobe was the greatest in, at the time and everything, you know, in the league. So me, of course, being a Kobe fan, being a Laker fan, I'm like, nah, for, like, forget this dude, Braun. Like, I don't, who is this guy? Like, yeah, whatever. This dude from Akron, he can go back to Akron. No, I'm just kidding. No, but, <laughs> but anyways, you know, like, um, it, when he became a Laker, I started to really understand this guy a little bit more. You know, I, at first I was, I was even skeptical about him even being a Laker. At first, I was like, oh, this dude ain't gonna be able to hack it. This dude ain't gonna be a Laker. This, yeah. but hey, he proved me wrong. He did prove me wrong. And the way that this dude is now leading the league in scoring, this dude is number two in scoring all time. He can beat Kareem in about 30 to 40 games next year, next season. Like, come on. This dude's dude's crazy. It's wild that he's still producing like this, that he's still productive like this. Um, I mean, but, hey, you know, when it comes down to durability, these are the guys that played so many seasons just like, you know, just like Kareem, you know, they, they played all kinds of seasons. Just like Kobe, when it comes down to that durability factor, damn, you know, or or just the fact that they would still go out there even though they feeling a little bit of a twinge or a little bit of soreness here and that, you know, maybe maybe not so much with LeBron, maybe not lately, but before I can damn well guarantee that he played with maybe a little bit of soreness because he knew he could, he could still that that he was still better than everybody even though his knee or his ankle was a little sore, you know, but um. I, that's all I got to say when it comes down to the Lakers and LeBron and everybody. Like, it, it's just crazy just thinking about, I, I just really think that we, as basketball fans, just just basketball fans, not even Laker fans, nothing, LeBron fans, whatever whatever the case is that you're listening to this podcast, just appreciate the fact that this guy is playing basketball. Like, just appreciate the, the greatness, really. That's all it is. If you're a sports fan and you're not a LeBron fan, definitely go check this dude out. Once you want to see, like, just a five-minute clip of this dude, pick any team. The Lakers, the Miami Heat, the the Cleveland Cavaliers. Pick any time. Any time of his career, and you'll be impressed. You know what I mean? So, anyways, guys, that's going to wrap it up for the Lakers here. Um, I'm working on a couple things here, guys, just to give you a little side note before I talk about the Raiders. (sighs) Sorry, I, I only sigh because I'm really trying my best here, guys. I want to give you guys the best quality podcast that I can. I'm trying to work on maybe getting a sponsor or two, maybe getting some people that can help me out when it comes down to the, to the podcast. I want to get some better editing tools. I want to get, like, you know, the ability to, to record a little bit better for you guys. Because I'll be honest with you guys. This is all straight from my phone. And, you guys, and if you guys hear the little ad in the beginning, the whole anchor thing, this is all from an app on my phone. So it's not, I don't have any fancy equipment or anything like that, or, you know, I'm doing this because I really do love talking about sports, and I really do um, enjoy giving you guys this content, and I know you guys can just go on social media, you guys can probably go on YouTube or something like that, get all this information, but the fact that you guys take some time out of your day just to go and listen, I really do appreciate it. But um, I am working on getting more sponsors, or getting a sponsor or two here, maybe that can help me out when it comes down to maybe getting some better equipment you know getting getting a better recording equipment getting some better editing tools or having or paying somebody that can help me out when it comes down to all that and i'm also working on getting like little ads or something like that little music or something like that in between each segment from when i go from team to team but either way though guys definitely want to send my appreciation to every single one of you and thank you thank you thank you for for listening and with that being said we're gonna jump right into the Raiders. So guys, the Raiders have absolutely been the Raiders. No, I'm kidding. No, sorry, guys. Um, I was just at a at a bar. Like, I mean, uh, well, I mean, I, I, when I was when I was at a bar, it's a Raider bar, by the way. Um, it was when my wife was working at the Flamingo, and if you guys know this bar, there's like a a little little bar, like just right off the street there on uh, on Flamingo and Link, and, and it is a Raider bar. Um, they always have stuff all over the walls and everything that game days, they say absolutely gets crazy. Uh, now, so uh, if you guys are ever in town, you guys want somebody go somewhere to go watch the game or someone to go somewhere to go get a drink. Uh, they also have bomb hot dogs, too, I think, for like a dollar or something like that, or like two dollars. But um, go check it out if you haven't been there. So, anyways, I was there one time, just getting some food, getting a couple hot dogs, and <laughs> some. I was wearing, I was wearing the Raiders uh, shirt, and this guy walks in, the Raiders, you know, just super loud, you know. Anyways, but anyways, so that's why I just wanted to bring it up. So, anyway, <laughs> so, anyways, guys, the Las Vegas Raiders have absolutely been on fire lately. They've been all over the place when it comes down to free agency over this off season. Uh, just to name three big signings that they've had. When it comes down to just sharing up a couple plays, a couple pieces of the of the defense, when it comes down, so they ended up picking up one a, a cornerback, a linebacker, and a defensive tackle. Uh, linebacker is Jayon Brown, dude ended up coming from the Tennessee Titans, and you guys already know how that how that defense has been. Uh, that defense has absolutely been really, really uh, locked down when it comes down to it, and from what I know, from what I believe, he was actually one of the not key pieces but he was a rotation piece so the dude actually knows what he's doing when it comes on to to the defensive side you're hoping that maybe Denzel Pearman and this guy can definitely team up and get a really good linebacking core started when it comes for the Raiders uh the other guy uh um Deron Harmon I believe is how you say his name Harmon almost like the like the street over here on uh in Las Vegas anyways so Deron Harmon uh he came from the ATL I want to say from uh the Falcons a really great cornerback from, from what I understand. Uh, dude kind of has that same reputation, if you would, as like a Rocky Asin. Maybe not a number two for sure, for sure, but like maybe like a like a solid number three. Um, he can come up and maybe guard your number two wide receiver. Um, he can definitely surprise you at times from what it sounds like, but dude's um, overall just a solid cornerback and can't wait to go in and see him out there now in the Raider jersey. Last dude that I wanted to talk about uh vernon butler this dude's a really good run stopper a really good guy that can just plug up some big holes in the uh in the offensive line or in the uh in the trenches there so dude's a really big guy uh can't wait to go in and see what kind of a push he's going to be able to help out with this uh defensive line now that you got uh guys like uh chandler jones you got a guy like uh, mad max crosby and now you got vernon butler right up in the middle um, with a couple of the other guys that have been through that have, have been there already Jonathan Hankins you got um, you know it's so definitely looking like a really good uh, defensive line when it comes down to it uh, so definitely just been um the last thing on the off season or of the Raiders if you would when it comes down to the to the to the general manager uh, when it comes down to Dave Ziegler uh, got a uh, camp uh, camp, uh, camp Chandler I want to say is it or Camp Kelly something like that Champ Kelly. Is the um, g- uh, general the assistant general manager? I want to say or something like that. He was he, it, it was like a new position that they just made up for him. Now this dude, he was actually able. He was actually in line or actually looking into maybe put to, um, playing with another or, or not playing. Sorry, um, managing another team. But uh, he actually took the time to go in and, you know, or he actually took this opportunity to help out with Dave Ziegler and become like some sort of like super management team or something like that. And man, have they done that? Because uh, I gotta get, I gotta give up, give it up to them. You know, these you haven't really heard any kind of noise or anything like that when it comes down to the Raiders the, talking to this guy, talking to that guy. You know, even the Devontae Adams stuff, even. Because I've well, now that I'm talking about now that I'm talking about it, you know, just this kind of falls in line with what I'm with what I'm talking about when it comes down to the the management team really not talking or not not making any kind of fuss about stuff, and it comes down to the whole the whole way that they have approached this off season. All the free agents have been really good signings. They've been signings that were not involved with any kind of noise or anything like that prior to them being signed, which you gotta appreciate. Because how many times have we heard stuff like that happen, and then I don't know where the deal falls, doesn't fall through. Then you get this whole Devonte Adams trade happen, and man, especially after you saw what the Chiefs did. You know, Devonte Adams gets traded. Um, Raiders give him a nice big paycheck. What does Tariq kill automatically do? Hey Chiefs, I want more. <laughs> dude i mean and he dude has an absolute right to it it's the one of the main things that all these uh all these star players in a way kind of have an ability to do especially when you're a top when you're a top tier uh, player in your in your position you have that right to be like hey that guy just got that much i think i'm 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 as good if not better so i want more you know it's as easy as that and and it really, it really should come. Um, I mean, that's pretty gangster when you think about it, honestly. But uh, you know, he went, he went there when it came to, when it came down to Tyreek to the Chiefs. Um, he straight up said, "Hey, Devontae Adams just got a nice paycheck. I want the same thing, or I want more." And I'm, I was surprised a little. Maybe, maybe the Chiefs know something. Maybe they don't. Maybe they got something else. I mean, they, they've already, I think, signed somebody already, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, it wasn't, I don't think it was a huge splash, but I guess we'll have to see. Um, Tyreek Hill is definitely another dynamic player, though. He's, I'm just glad that we don't have to, that the Raiders don't have to worry about guarding him no more. You know, but hey, uh, when it is what it is, again, I'm just, I was stunned when I heard about how many draft picks the, the Miami Dolphins had to give up for him, and they had to pay him a fat stack. But hey, when it comes down to that, you can easily see. I mean, how the Raiders are deferring or how the Raiders are able to maneuver and how they're able to maybe make deals, how they're able to make deals compared to some other teams. Now, of course, the Chiefs, they made out with it. They got all kinds of draft picks. Now, they can go into this draft and maybe get a number one wide receiver out there. Um, they can go ahead and maybe get a couple of prospects or something like that as well. A couple of people that they can develop. They even got further draft picks around later on in the years as well. So it's it's a big it's a big deal when it comes down to that. Um, we have to go in and see what it what it shakes out to, but hey, if you gotta understand that what the Raiders did with Devontae Adams and what the Chiefs did with that was a direct response to that. So it's definitely it's definitely interesting, it's definitely awesome to go in and see that the Raiders are one of the teams that are making big time moves and other teams are making moves in conjunction of that. You know, so it's it's definitely definitely interesting. You know, you're definitely starting to see a big power shift or dynamic shift, if you would. Now, hey, this is just the off-season and everything. So don't take a lot of don't take a lot of um uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, don't don't take anything that I'm taking, you know, it's heart or anything like that, or too serious, because hey, this is just the off-season. The the Raiders still have to hit the field and they still have to go in and perform. We'll see what happens, we'll see how the rest of the season goes on down. Now that I've been talking about Devontae Adams this entire time here, guys, I do just want to give you a little bit of a piece of what what this is going to, of his press conference. And if you guys haven't heard it, definitely go check it out on YouTube. It's like 24 minutes long or something like that. He talks about everything when it comes down to him just being so happy about coming to the Raiders, him talking about, you know, his connection with Derek Carr and how it's going to be pretty easy for him, for them to go ahead and uh, connect because not only were they college teammates back in Fresno State, but they also practiced with practice with each other every offseason. They would throw all the time. Um, it was a little bit more difficult, he said, once they actually moved over to once the Raiders moved to Las Vegas. But now that they're on the same team, that it shouldn't take too long. When it, uh, he also talks about just you know uh, how being in Las Vegas and being a Raiders one of his lifelong dreams. That he talks about when he was in third grade, he actually had a Seawood World jersey on. Talks about how he wanted to be a, a basketball player and an, or NFL star, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff. Talks about how you know his family still lives up uh, over in Northern California, all through California, and it would be great for them to go in and come out and go and see him now, now that he's playing in, in Las Vegas. So just uh, definitely all kinds of great, all, all 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 kinds of great stuff when it comes down to that press conference that he had. Uh, the last thing, just uh, giving you a small recording of, of the uh, of the press conference here. Hope you guys enjoy it. All right. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it'll play both ways. Um, you know, it'll definitely help you. I mean, you can kind of pick your poison. I was just talking to Josh just that um, you kind of run into the situation where, you know, that the, the Chiefs have now. is like, who are you going to double? you going to double Tyreek? Well, 200 going to Kelsey. You want to double Kelsey, then you already know how that's going to go on Tyreek's end. So, pick your poison, and um, it'll be anybody's day. I'm, I'm a secure wide receiver, so at the end of the day, I know what I bring. I told Derek, don't feel any pressure to force me to ball, nothing. We don't have to try to please the media, please the, you know, anybody. Let's just go out there and do this thing like how we did before. I mean, put together a pretty good uh, resume in college together. the same college, but we, we still got that connection, so I'm looking forward to putting it on display. Well,
1: yeah. on that note, how
0: quickly do you think you and Derek will pick up where you left off? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, me the, the thing is, we've been training up and together every offseason up until you guys moved out here. So we've been, I mean, it's been like two years that we, you know, have been, two off seasons that we haven't gotten to at least throw, you know, for three, four months. And so um, hopefully, I don't want to make any promises. I'm, I'm sure it'll be, we'll pick up where we left off pretty quick. But uh, yeah, we've got two two guys that work really hard. It's, you know, it makes it a lot easier. 17 all guys so that was a quick little clip there for Devonte adams press conference It short and sweet when it comes down to his responses i mean uh he really gets a really big breakdown when it comes down to the whole thing of um how he gives that compare not not comparison where he gives that example of the the chiefs you know are you gonna double tyree kill i mean now he's with the with the dolphins but are you gonna double team Devonte adams you're gonna double team darren waller that's gonna leave one of them open Then you got Hunter Renfro. Then you got guys like uh, Kenyon Drake who can catch the ball. He can come out of the backfield, line up with the wide receivers. Uh, You got Josh Jacobs who's becoming a better catcher, who's a really dynamic running back. You also got Kenyon Drake for that as well. And I want to say, I always forget the name of this other running back, but we recently picked him up. He was also with the Patriots organization. So you got another one who can be out there. Another dynamic um, running back when it comes down to it. You also got uh, Brian Edwards out there. He's going to be more wide open. This is going to make it more easier for him as well. Um, I'm really just excited to see this offense moving and, and going. You know, it's, you know you definitely also like the whole thing of him talking about how him how him and Derek uh, talked already. and you now he's mentioned you don't have to force me the ball or anything like that. You don't have to please anybody. You don't have to please me. Just they want to win. You know, it's uh, isn't that great to just kind of hear like you you just hear him what That's like saying, like you almost hear that. Oh, just win, baby, you know. But anyways, the uh, last part that I wanted to just mention was that last uh, thing that he mentioned on his uh, interview there. Uh, just talks about how it's not going to take too long for him and Derek to go ahead and, you know, get get a reacquainted to go ahead and get back to, uh, you know, to get things cl- moving and clicking like how they used to back, back in the days, you know. Especially since they've been able to work with each other over the off seasons uh, for the past few few seasons, well, not few seasons, but the past two seasons, they haven't been able to. But prior to that, they have been able to. Uh, so you, you really aren't thinking, you really are thinking that it's not going to take too long, and I really don't expect it to. You feel like it's going to take maybe a practice, if that, you know, to go in and get reacquainted like that. Uh, but it's it's going to be exciting to see what this what this team with the offense is going to look like. You know, just waiting to go in and see what this defense with the the offensive line is gonna look like those are pretty much the only two areas that kinda of need to be um you know kinda of checked on or kinda of, you know maybe add a, a piece or two there here and there. But um that's pretty much just gonna wrap it up here guys. Can't wait for the for the season to get started, can't wait to go in and see what this team is gonna look like in training camp. But hey, if you guys got any kind of questions, you guys got any kind of comments, please definitely hit me up. I noticed that I actually had a spike here and some listens, so Definitely want to appreciate, um, make sure you guys tell your friends, your family, tell your people, tell um, anybody that you know about the podcast. Maybe they'll like it. Maybe they'll enjoy it. Maybe they'll use it to go to sleep. I don't know. But (laughs) whatever you use it for, definitely just want to appreciate you guys for listening, for tuning in. Hope you guys like this one. Hope you guys continue to like all the other podcasts that I released. But um, definitely hit me up on my social medias here, guys. I can't believe I actually forgot to mention in the beginning. It's West Coast Pod 702. That's for Twitter and Instagram. then you can hit me up on my email account too, westcoastsportspodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, guys, be safe, be with your family, love on your loved ones, and be safe again, everybody. Peace.